whiteboard with like Sarah's gonna do towels and Jeffrey's gonna do this. And what do they call them? Duties. Duties. Because it's know shit. What's fun- <laughs> Hi everyone. I'm Sid Sharice. And I'm David Bosher. And you're listening to Destroy the Hairdresser, the podcast. Where we teach you to salon differently. If you are still using a front desk in your salon, it may be time to future-proof your business with Aura Salonware. Aura allows you and your team to check clients out from any device. That means there's no need for a front desk or front desk overhead. What's even more amazing is that clients can check themselves out using the Aura app from their own device. With Aura Salonware, you can finally let technology streamline your business. Start removing your front desk today by tapping the link in our bio to receive a free iPad when you switch to Aura. Or visit aurasalonware.com DTH for more details. Have you ever worked at a salon where you were hired as a hairdresser, but your only job was to fold towels? Not just fold towels. It was to clean anything. that And everything. If you weren't constantly it cleaning, was like Abby what, from, what were we paying you for? It was like Abby from Broad City. Yeah. Where she would just clean pubes. Yes. That literally, like when you first start working in a salon. That's what it feels like. That's what, you're like, you're the cleaner. And growing up, like in the early 2000s and working in these salons that were trained from the 90s, mm-hmm. it was very much like, okay, we're going to hire you, and then your job is to cl- fold the towels, clean up after everybody, um, eat shit, and die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Those, that was the full We need to job. do a whole episode on apprenticeships because it's just BS. Well, so that was the whole job. Coming. That was the whole job description. And I understand that we all have trauma from that. Mm-hmm. Um, N- not just in our industry. I think there's trauma just from w- like working with different generations and not knowing how to work with each other has created trauma, which now what's happened, we all preach community, community, community. Yet it's missing well, still. <laughs> let's clarify. <laughs> yeah. We preach community and then we... Every man for himself. But yeah, but also we live in a society where you're supposed to become successful and work hard on your own, but we do it together, but it, but you're still... Sep- it's a va- it's yeah. gaslighting. Yeah. It's, it's economic, capitalistic gaslighting. gaslighting. And so one of the things that I've seen in the probably the past seven years are hairdressers who are doing like the silent quitting. Mm-hmm. The quiet quitting, yeah. Quiet, quiet quitting, whatever the hell it is. Mm-hmm. Hairdressers don't do anything quietly, so it probably doesn't... Yeah. It's not true in our industry. It's like loud quitting. It's it's different than what is in corporate. Like, quiet quitting is like... The true term is like, I've stopped working or giving my full effort. In our industry, we've started collecting clients. We've started... You know what I mean? We've yeah, it's a little this. bit different. Yeah. But I think... It is quiet quitting the sense of I'm only going to do what I get paid to do, Mm -hmm. which is fine. Yeah. Which is totally fine. But don't tell me you're a team player. Yeah. And don't tell me that you— Just own it. Yeah. Just be like, I literally am going to do the bare minimum and I'm going to go home, Mm -hmm. which is absolutely fine. And me as a business owner, I get to decide if I want your ass on my team. Well, you know, that's exactly what what we've done at DTH. We're like, every hairdresser is responsible— for themselves. Yeah. So then the community aspect is everyone's just supporting each other's growth, not can you pick up the shift? Can you do this? Can you like a restaurant? Yeah. Like no, I 
so many salons, performers, restaurants. But I have it's to obnoxious. But I have to be honest to all the hairdressers out there. As a fellow, as a fellow hairdresser, I don't want to fold towels either. Yeah, I know it's the bane of our existence, but the minute someone says they're not going to do it, I have lost all human respect. <laughs> Well, because there's always one that does it, and then there's resentment, and then it's just like, if you used them, you fold up. Like, it should be— If you are participating in the building, Mm -hmm. then you need to participate in the building. Yeah. And if you are going to use towels, then you need to be part of taking care of them. If you are going to use color and you're going to just, like, waste it, you can't do it. you got to be part of making sure that we don't waste. If you are going to participate in a business, you have to participate fully. No one is thinking about someone else, yet they're constantly saying, I want to be a part of a community. Well, you're in one. Your salon is a community, but you're not thinking— No, everybody wants to be part of a community so that that they can be taken care of. Yeah. (laughs) But the minute they realize that community means I have to take care of other people too— Yeah. They're like, um, no, I have trauma and my parents abandoned me mm-hmm. and I can't take care of others because my therapist told me I had ADHD. Yeah. Like that's Same. literally the shit <laughs> that people are saying. We hear it all the time. I have trauma. I have ADHD. Oh my God. Everyone has I fucking trauma. I still love helping you. That is my trauma I response is hate, I help too much. I hate helping people and I'm a goddamn coach. <laughs> and the thing I love the least is lending a helping hand. Yeah. But you do it. I do it. And I enjoy it when people take that help and do something with it. Yeah. But I think, you know, what? what's funny about this episode to us as hairdressers is it's, we've gotten to a place where if I'm not getting paid for it, I'm not doing it. Mm-hmm. Which there is some yes to that. There's a lot of yes to that. There are a lot of people that have been taken advantage of for, for sure. a long time. But that does not mean every situation where you are participating as an employee or as someone that's on a team is you being... An asshole. Yeah. Like, you, you're you not being taken advantage by every person because you're doing something that may look similar to what you did before where you were being taken advantage You want to know of. what cracks me up? And by cracks you up, mean, you mean <sighs> grind your gears? Yeah. This one... <laughs> no, this one actually makes me giggle because I've seen... Where hairstylists would be like, oh my God, I was taken advantage of there, you know, or they always wanted me to do towels or they wanted me to clean or they wanted to do this. So what's the response? I'm going to become an independent. I'm going to, I'm going to work for myself where I do all of it myself. Where I do all of it myself. And the reason they left is because they had to do something. It's, it's ridiculous. I, I also think that it comes to a point too, where you just have to like, as a, as a business owner, if someone is going to treat the rest of the team like that, like they just don't matter <laughs> and they're above, I'm like, you're not. You got to go. You got to go. I will say that probably 90% of the people that we coach, I love made up percentages. I make them up all the time. <laughs> but I, it's about 90% of the people. <laughs> Does 100% of you agree? Yeah. Okay. 90% of the people that we coach that have salons, that have employees, this conversation comes up. I I can't on a regular get style. I would say, basis. You and I only work with salon owners, and I I don't think I've ever worked with a salon owner that has not said, "I can't." How do I get my team to do towels? It, and they pay us a lot of money for that answer. <laughs> <laughs> and I say, get a towel service. Exactly. <laughs> so for so on one hand, hairdressers grow the fuck up and participate. Mm-hmm. 
on the other hand— And this is all ages. On the other hand— for anyone thinking, oh, it's those 20-year-old— No. It's you, too. And I you're also, 50. But I also know hairdressers that will go do towels so they can avoid doing hair. Yeah. I've seen that, too. So there's, like— It, it's, it goes opposite. The towels are a real radical <laughs> problem. They're, they're, they're the gonna problem. They're going to be canceled. Towels need to be canceled, I think, and they need, we need to get rid of them. This is something that we have offered. This is one piece of advice that I think, you know, it's so funny that this is a DTH approach. Well, our approaches are solutions for industry problems, and it doesn't. No, but like full on solution. Not like. Like it solves the problem. You know what you should do? You should have a meeting where you all get together and decide who's going to do the towels. We decide (laughs) and agree, and we all sign sign contracts that say, we, we, We'll do towels. Or my favorite is when a salon goes, I don't want to treat adults like children. I'm like, well, then why do you have a chores list in yeah. the back? <laughs> a whiteboard <laughs> with like, Sarah's going to do towels <laughs> and Jeffrey's going to do this. And what do they call them? Duties. Duties. And you know shit. what's fun? <laughs> it's absolute shit. <laughs> it's true. Oh my God. But the goddamn towels, who knew? Yeah. They would cause so much upheaval. But the situation can be solved by hiring someone to do them. Yeah. It's the same when people are like, no one cleans up after themselves. Hire someone to clean this. There are people in the world that clean for a living. This is what they do. And you hire them. actually providing jobs, which is incredible. Exactly. And then we're like, I know it seems absolutely insane. I have to say this. Are you going to forget if I say this? No. I'm going to forget if you say it. Go. I forgot mine too. Damn it. <laughs> I shouldn't have interrupted you. What a straight, what a straight white man thing to okay, do. Okay, wait, I remember. <laughs> it seems absolutely ridiculous to hire someone to do something that is part of a job description. But the reality is, if one of your stylists have down, <laughs> they don't have job descriptions. I know, right? <laughs> I'm being nice, okay? You're assuming the people listening to all have job descriptions. I guarantee you 90%. <laughs> I 100% agree. 90% of the people listening, they think they know what their job is as a hairdresser, but there is no job description. Uh, And you know why we know that? Because every salon owner, we actually sit down, especially if they're in partnerships, and we help them solidify their roles, and no one knows what their actual (laughs) job is, and they own the salon. All right. Anyways, back to my point. You think it's crazy to actually hire a company to do towels. One, they're folded beautifully. Mm -hmm. They're actually washed. They're clean. They're clean. They are clean. They're crisp. And I will say, because the world has changed, hello, if my stylists have downtime, I want them to take a break. <laughs> a smoke break. I want them to take a break. Yes, if you listen to the last episode, take a But I want them to take, take a break, break. Or I want them on their phones. Why? Because what's on their phones? They're talking to clients. Porn. They're engaging <laughs> with people. Or they are doing social media to get more people. So that's They're not I, doing, and the funny thing, they're not doing any of those things. Yeah. Well, that's what I do. I disagree with you. I don't 100% agree with that. Speaking of porn, I used to work at a salon where the manager would watch porn behind— I did not know where you were going with this. It might have just porn sunk. behind the desk. Like— And we're paying that person. And we're walking around— You can't around. find money for towel service. And do you want to know— But you're paying front desk to watch porn. And do you want to know how we found out? He accidentally connected the computer to Bluetooth. Stop talking. I can't. And we I'm, heard it. I don't deal well with embarrassment, and this is. And when we fi- when he was fired, he did he could not grasp what he had done wrong. 
Shocker. Anyways, my point was. point? <laughs> <laughs> my point was just do the towels. Yeah. But again, one of the things that we've seen so many times, I have. At, this is what I was gonna say earlier. I have asked people if you had to pay. What? Well, how much money would you pay to get your team to do the towels? I go. How much money would you pay? Um, I'd pay like $100 a week if they would just, great, we're going to take that $100 <laughs> yeah. a week and we're going to pay someone yeah. to do the towels. I I have not met a group of people that are more okay with suffering yeah. than salon owners. Well, oh my God. And also the whole do the towels thing, like is comes from a very dinosaur way of thinking, an old industry way of thinking of... You have to be busy every fucking second that you're working. And if you're not... And if not, you're not even to look busy. And if you... Oh, remember that? Oh, it, People, I, I guarantee you, somewhere in this country, some boss recently, today, I can hear it <laughs> as I say it. Look busy. Look, look alive. Busy. Look busy. What are you doing? Why are you on your phone? You're Clients... I, re- I remember I had a student that told me that um, because we, we transitioned to time-based pricing... So the salon was not mo- losing money and all the stylists were making more money, but it wasn't as busy. Oh, this is good. It wasn't as busy. And so a client, an older client that had been going there for a long time, Susan. because she's Susan. used to seeing the staff around the salon literally be running around like there was a fire. Susan likes seeing the staff running around mm-hmm. her like chickens with their head cut off. And yeah. that, and so when Susan saw people relaxing into their newly found wealth, she was not going to stand for it. Yeah, and she was like, is it slow? Which then triggered my Gen X student because she came from a working environment and belief systems of you need to be busy all the fucking time. and Not wealthy, just busy. Just busy, not wealthy. And I had to remind her of the facts. Okay, let's look at the numbers. Are you profiting more so than I ever have? Are you hiring more so than I ever have? Is your staff happy more so than they've ever been? Are they making money more so, you know? And when we, I had to sit down and like put her back in a factual place. And then she was like, fuck Susan. Yeah. <laughs> That's what so, it came down to. You know to. what, Susan, go somewhere else. <laughs> but I, it is true. There is this, I grew up with a, with a baby boomer dad who, you know, he thinks, by the way, my dad thinks every method we teach is insane. Oh, I'm sure. Insane. He goes, how, do, how does anyone make money with the things you teach them? I go, Dad, not only do they make more money, they work less. They're in the and, million dollar club. And yeah, they, make, they have a million dollar business. They can actually spend time with their family. They have health insurance. And they're not they're killing not themselves. Sick. And guess what? Yeah. They're a hairdresser. And my dad's mind they're is happy. just like, my dad would be the guy that's like, but they don't even have a degree. <laughs> they don't have a degree. They, they have a degree of... Respect. But who folds the towels? Who fold, that'd be my dad. Who folds the towels then? We hire someone to. Oh my God. What do we, my dad can't stand it when That's I when the, I hire an Uber to take me somewhere. Let me tell you. You got two legs. The epitome of a community is helping small businesses, helping local businesses, helping each other. So well, by hiring other businesses. Well, if you're a boomer, you only help someone if they're suffering. Mm. So that you can. We're all suffering. <laughs> if, if you're not suffering. People want you to start suffering so they can help you. Yeah. But if you're doing well, mm. something, you're the, you're the, you're the you're devil. The devil. <laughs> you're the devil. <laughs> With 
both you're made the, the same al- face. You're part of the Illuminati. Yeah, basically. You, know, you obviously are part of the Illuminati. You stole it. You stole it. You stole it's the happiness, yours. the joy, the money. You everything. didn't work as hard as they did. So how the hell did you, how the hell are you doing this? Mm-hmm. What was this podcast about? What was the topic? <laughs> no, I'm seriously asking. I forgot. What was the topic? I don't know. We just got in a rant. What was the topic? What was the topic? I hope the audience is yelling at us. It was this. What was the topic? <laughs> Even our team. It Towels. Towels! <laughs> Next time on Destroy the Hairdresser, the podcast. So this bitch comes in. She decides, this is my kitchen now. Mm -hmm. She puts her fish in there, turns it on for five minutes Mm -hmm. because she wants to broil it at this point. And the entire salon smells like fish. 